Sarah. Hey, what? I want to watch romantic comedy. I don't understand. All my life, I've been waiting for someone, and when I find her, she's she's a fish. Hello. Hello. And welcome to Romantic Comedy Commentary.com, or as Sarah likes to call it, romcomcom.com. And this week we're doing a really fun movie mm-hmm. 1984's Splash. Splash, the year we both were born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize this movie was from then until about a minute ago when I pulled it up online. Yeah. And it was around then. Yeah. Tom Hanks's debut movie. What? Yeah. I'm almost sure this was Tom Hanks's His debut movie. His very first movie. I think this was Tom Hanks's. Very I first thought, movie. Oh, wow. Well, okay. I mean, it, 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 looking at his IMDb, it says that he was in a movie called He's No, He Knows You're Alone in 1980. I'm assuming that that wasn't a big part because he Ron Howard. What also says Bachelor Party 1980. All I know is I listened to the director's commentary and mm-hmm. Ron Howard said this was Tom Hanks's debut movie. Wow. And this was one of Ron Howard's earlier movies. This was only his third movie he did. What? Yeah. Ever? Directing. Yeah. Wow. For movies, he had Grand Theft Auto in 1977, wow. Night Shift in 1982, and then Splash, which, if, again, if you listen to the kind of the commentary track, you gather that pretty quickly because he only talks about those two movies, mm. but he mentions them a, a lot. lot. Like mm. a lot. Like, oh, yeah, that reminds me of on Night Shift. Oh, yeah, we did a car chase because of Night Shift. Huh. He and Brian Glazer. I think, yeah, he was the other. I think he was on it. Oh, I'm just saying Brian Glazer produced this movie. Like, well, I mean, he was on the director's commentary. It was oh, okay. him and two of the writers. And it was the funniest thing in the world because as they were doing it, they just kept going, well, no, and I remember, oh, yeah, this is Ron, by the way. I, you know, this other time, and, and, and another guy would jump in, and through the whole thing, it's just They'd them. Just be identifying They themselves. would start talking and then pause, <laughs> identify themselves, and keep Aww. going. But the best part, none of them had voices that you would confuse for another right. person. They Ron were Howard's all, voice is very obviously Ron Howard. Well, and the other, the other three, also very distinct voice gentlemen. Hmm. But either way, before we get into all of that, Splash, yes. like we said. 1984 movie. Yes. Hour and 51 minutes. Mm-hmm. 6.2 on IMDb. 90. Oof. I know, but 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to get a 6.2. No, that's ridiculous. That's people just, they don't realize what this movie is and wow. they're, they're terrible people. Tom Hanks, Daryl Hannah, mm-hmm. Eugene Levy, Levy, Levy. Mm-hmm. and one Mr. John, John Candy. Candy. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I didn't know he was in this. So I watched it with our friend Laura yeah. and we, she wasn't paying attention to the credits. And so when everyone came on, she was like, oh, I love him. I love yeah. him. I love her. Uh, but I didn't see John Candy and he came on. And I'm like, oh man, I bet he's only going to be in this for a few minutes. He's the brother. He's in like so much of the movie. <laughs> um, but before we get He's into so good. before we get into the movie, do you want to yeah. give a rundown of what Splash is? I do, but really oh, oh, quickly, yes, 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 I do want to say apparently Tom Hanks accepted the role of Alan Bauer as his first, I guess, leading role. Let's say it had already been turned down by Chevy Chase, turned down Bill Murray, Dudley Moore, which I think is a strange choice. Dudley. I don't know. I think I could see Dudley Moore doing this, but it would have been a very different different movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. John Travolta. I wouldn't have cared for that. And Michael Keaton. That could have been good. Yeah. Michael Keaton would have probably, out of those, I would say the person that could have done this best other than Tom Hanks would have been Michael Keaton. Yeah. I don't think Chevy Chase, he would have been a little too slapsticky. Tom Hanks was smack in the middle of those. 
And then the people that he beat out for the role were Jeff Bridges, Richard Gere, Kevin Kline, David Morris, Burt Reynolds, Robin Williams, and John Hurd, and even perhaps Christopher Reeve. Richard Gere could have been interesting in this. Yeah. It would have, again, been a, a weirdly, different type yeah. of movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Now I'm going to forever Robin Williams. Robin Williams would have been great. But, I mean, I think Dudley <laughs> Moore's Daryl would Hannah be... would have towered over him. Oh, my and God. And Dudley Moore, too. He's a yeah, teeny tiny man. True. Oh, my goodness. But, like, sometimes I get Daryl Hannah and Bo Derek confused. Mm-hmm. So, if Dudley Moore was in this movie with Daryl Hannah and then in 10 with Bo Derek, I would have been totally confused. Like, I get... I get Daryl Hannah and Daryl Hammond mixed up a lot. Oh, God. Only when I say their names. But <laughs> <laughs> I confuse some people uh, mm. raving about an SNL skit that Daryl Hannah killed on. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I want to see Dudley Moore. I want to see that movie so badly. Mm. Now I'm picturing it in my head, and basically I'm, I'm mashing up like Arthur, but with a yeah. mermaid. But yeah. I love or that 10, idea. But with a mermaid. Oh, yeah. I love it so much. The beachy hot girl. Donahoe and I in high school used to use Bo Derek as like a, she's a 10, like Bo Derek. <laughs> We'd always reference the movie 10. Mm-hmm. And then years later, I think we both admitted to each other, neither of us had seen the movie. Oh, we no. just knew the reference. <laughs> and I think we were both a little, like we didn't want to make the other one disappointed, but not enough that either of us cared to go rent the <laughs> movie and watch it. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. But Sarah, would you please, if you could, give people the rundown of what Splash is? Okay. So... <laughs> Let's see how you handle this. It is about a boy who, when he's eight years old, either jumps or falls off of a ferry boat on his way back to the mainland from an island off Cape Cod and sees a mermaid and then gets rescued. 20 years later, they're in New York City. It's 1984. He runs a fruit and produce distribution company. His brother is a total idiot, but they still love each other. And he can't seem to find love anywhere. His girlfriend moves out and dumps him. And he's just a sad sack. But he's always had, like, a thing for Cape Cod. So he goes back up there. He falls out of a boat and is again rescued by this mermaid-like woman, adult person. And then he sees her when he's on shore, but she has legs. She runs into the ocean and then swims away. And he's like, just my luck. (laughs) She swims away. But he left his wallet in the ocean. She finds it and goes to New York and seeks him out completely naked. And then the only identification she has is his. So he comes to get her from the police station. They apparently have a whole bunch of sex right when they meet. (laughs) And it's super great. Uh, But there's something slightly off about her. She can't speak. She doesn't know clothes. You know, there's a whole thing in Bloomingdale's. Um, But he's really falling in love with her. She seems to be falling in love with him. Meanwhile, Eugene Levy is a scientist who's trying to discover this mermaid? Question mark. I don't know why he's into mermaids or what happened, but he can't seem to find her. He sees her in the ocean right before she leaves for New York. Then he's yelling at his compatriots on the boat and sees a National Enquirer headline, and it's the same woman. So he goes to New York to find her. So there's all this, like, he's the villain of the movie stuff, and he's trying to splash her with water to prove that she's a mermaid, because apparently when she gets wet, she becomes a mermaid again. She says she has six days around the full moon to be with him, and he just thinks it's an immigration problem, but... If she doesn't get back in the water within six or seven days, then she'll be on land forever, question mark. <laughs> he wants to marry her. She says no. 
Then, after thinking about it for a while, she says, yes, she will marry him, but they have to go to this political dinner that John Candy sets him up through work with the president. (laughs) And in the middle of dinner, she says, it's time for me to tell you my secret. And Eugene Levy somehow crashes this, too, and is trying to spray people with water and gets kicked out. Right as he's on the sidewalk, they come out and he sprays her with water and everyone sees that she's a mermaid. Gasp. The feds grab them both, put her in a holding tank. They're studying her. She starts getting sick. They release Tom Hanks. John Candy gives him a come to Jesus speech. They come in. They rescue her. They go in this high-speed chase through the streets of New York to the dock. She's about to jump in the water. She's like, you can come with me. There's a helicopter. Then he jumps after her. And it ends with them going through the water together. And they, I guess, are now both mermaids? (laughs) Question mark. (laughs) The end. (laughs) I've never been more just... In, just enjoyed a description of the movie than the one you just gave because as, as Laura and I were watching it, we were both like saying, "I'm really liking this. This is a really good movie. Yeah. This is really enjoyable." And and then what you just described sounded like a <laughs> crazy. Fever dream. It sounds insane. I don't I don't know where to begin because there's so mm-hmm. much to unpack. Do yeah. you have a favorite place? Oh man! Because I almost want to ask, just because you said the ending, I almost want to start with the question about the ending. Sure. Okay. I mean, that's what I remember. I watched this movie when I was little, and it really impacted me. Wait. Okay. What does that mean? I just was obsessed with (laughs) it. You wanted to be a mermaid. I like was just fascinated. You know how when you're too little to really understand adult movies, okay? There's something about them that you're like, this is speaking to me. Uh Like I remember. Her, Eugene Levy spraying her with water. And I remember them like that whole chase scene and them standing on the dock at the end. And I just like that somehow really spoke to me. And I was telling my mom like, yeah, mom, I'm doing Splash. Remember when you showed me that movie? She's like, no. I'm like, what? Like, I, I have like such clear memories of this movie and I loved it. And I just thought it was so great. She's like, I don't remember that at all. I'm like, oh, so it's just weird how that works. Isn't like it? things that are important to you, your parents may not even. Well, yeah, at least it's vice versa too. There's probably a lot of things that were important to her that you were like, oh yeah, that thing. Oh yeah, like getting divorced and remarried and all kinds of stuff. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Splash, though. Splash. It was an impactful movie on you, though. What, like, yeah. what did it? But I'm just curious. What do you like? You just remember it very fondly. I just remember or did it. Did you return to it from remember, life lessons? No, like, what I just Darryl remember Hannah splashes do? of it. I don't mean to say splash. Did you splashes. just say splashes of yes. splash? I just remember like the scenes and how she was always wearing teal, and I liked how her hair covered her boobs, <laughs> and I remember her in that tank and it's just like i just have the very specific memories of that movie I, so i have yeah. a handful of movies like that too but the one the ones that really get me are the ones that i don't know what they are you know yeah. where it's just like you were young enough that maybe you came into a room and you watch part of a movie and you you leave but now as an adult you don't remember enough to really construct yeah. part of it so like one of them I was in on a study abroad and we were watching, uh, this, this is just, again, an absurd statement on its own. Uh, we were in Miramar and we were watching hmm. HBO at like a resort type. Like it wasn't a resort, but that it wasn't like a normal, it's like in the middle of no, long story short, I was in like Miramar mm-hmm. and watching HBO cause they had HBO there apparently. 
and it was like 3 a.m. And the Cher movie, I believe called, uh, is it Mask or Face? The one where she her son is like disfigured. Oh, yeah. That was on. And there was like a two hmm. minute scene that like when it came on, it was like someone hit me with a hammer. And I, and I, and I was just like, I don't remember when I've seen this. Oh my but gosh, I, could, I know I've seen it. Yeah. And I didn't know until this <laughs> very so moment that I remembered it this vividly. But the minute it began... I was just like, I know what's going to happen next. And it's oh, so and then they go funny. here and they go here. And it's it was like deja vu. It was like a door just swung open mm-hmm. in my mind. It was, or it was like moving a bookshelf and then finding yeah. a door behind it and opening it and being like, oh no, oh, I used to come shit. in here all the time. I know this. Yeah. yeah. So those are the best. That's weird. Oh, F, mm. Absolutely. Between that movie and Turner and Hooch, my dad <gasps> really liked Turner and Hooch. So I, I used absolutely to watch can that. see that. Oh, so good. Mm, I love Tom Hanks. I was going to say, are you just is a family of Hanks, young, Hanksophiles? Young Tom Hanks, yeah. What's your favorite Tom Hanks? Old Tom Hanks, young Tom Hanks, medium Tom Hanks? Probably young. I really like young Tom Hanks. I'd, I would trend more towards a middle-aged Tom Hanks, but the older he's getting, mm-hmm. he's just a delightful-seeming gentleman. The older yeah. His thing, we've talked about this before when uh, uh, Carrie Davis was on the show, like his obsession with typewriters <laughs> and like how he has an Instagram about one glove. Oh, it's just oh these... yeah, he gets people to get their gloves Yeah, done. and it's just yeah. delightful. Like, yeah, he uh, ha- he won the, I think it's the Cecil B. DeMille Award at the Golden Globes mm. and gave a speech that was just... Very sweet. Oh, I don't doubt it. He's just the best. Have you ever watched when, this is, again, just jumping very far, but when Mr. Rogers got his Golden Globe? No. Watch it. But don't, if you don't have 10 minutes to cry. Because it is when when Fred Rogers when actually Fred Rogers won. was given like a lifetime achievement award, huh. he gave a speech, and it was it it's not like a terribly long speech, mm-hmm. but it just encompasses everything that man did. Is he basically just got up, got his award, and he was like, you know, I want you all to just you know, I didn't get here by myself, thank everybody and all that, but I want mm-hmm. all of you. You're all very special out there. Let's just take thirty seconds, or it's like fifteen seconds, thirty seconds, and I want you just to think about someone that helped you get here. Don't worry. I'll time it for you. <laughs> and literally, it was just silence. And the camera kind of panned around the crowd. And you saw people starting to break down in tears. Aww. And then he just kind of went on from there. He's like, you know, take that and, and carry that positivity. You know, watch it. If you need a good... Mm. It's a good, ugly fucking crowd. He was though. all about giving time. It was kind of scary with airtime. It's so scary to have silence. And that's what he did. He really leaned into it. Yeah. It's crazy. The more you read about him, I could never go see that documentary about him. Oh, I saw it. I couldn't handle it. I, I know I couldn't handle it. Yeah. And I doubt I'll be able to ever see the Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. I just don't think I'm emotionally equipped to make it through. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I put those in the same box as Marley and me. Like, it just ain't happening. And like, uh, like Muppets shit. Oh, well, Muppets sends me into like, yeah, Muppets is... But Muppets, I've seen already enough that, like, I have an emotional buffer built in. Mm. You know, like, our call- there's a callus there to protect me a little bit. I know mm. it's coming. The scene, and I will tear up. Mm-hmm. But, like, something I don't know that's coming, like Mr. Roger, oh, yeah. I can handle it. Back to Tom Hanks. Though. Tom Hanks. <clears throat> Did you know that the guys that wrote this also wrote uh, uh, Babalu Mandel and Lowell Gans, who were in the director's commentary? Mm-hmm. They also wrote not just Splash. But Parenthood, City Slickers, and A League of Their Own. Wow. 
what's his name? Babalu? It Mark Babalu Mandel. What's and he does hell? go by Babalu because during the entire commentary they kept referring to him as Babalu and he Weird. himself would go Babalu here. And they had some really interesting things that they talked about uh, screenwriting. You could Mm -hmm. just tell they were very old school type of guys. Mm -hmm. If you don't know where to go, go with honesty, kid. And then they would Mm -hmm. explain what that meant. Like if they ran into a part of the plot that they couldn't figure out how to get out of, they'd just be like, what would actually really happen? Like, Mm -hmm. let's just be honest about this. And they talked about how there are kind of holes in the movie to some extent in the latter half, but they were like, we earned the audience's trust in the first half. Mm -hmm. So by the second half, you don't have to get everything like really airtight and like show Hmm. everything. Cause if you earn their trust up front, it it covers your ass in the back end. I thought that was pretty cool. Very true. Oh, and one of them said that when they were doing a league of their own, uh, someone asked, you know, could Daryl Hannah, could she do, could Daryl Hammond do a part in it? Mm-hmm. Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond. Mm-hmm. Uh, if she could do a part in it, like, could she play baseball? And, and he said, I have no idea if she can play baseball, but give her a day and she'll be the best baseball player out there. Wow. Like, that she's just apparently is like really, that. Really, really talented. Apparently physically, like, she did most of the swimming on her own. And uh, They said that she has been swimming mermaid style with her legs bound together since she was a child due to her fascination with the little mermaid. So in the documentary... Um, the Tom Hanks was saying how the other cast members would drop French fries over the side of the tank as though she were a trained sea mammal and she would dive for them. Uh, she apparently could outswim the camera crew and all of like the safety people around her, so she would have to like slow down because she was so fast. That's amazing. They make yeah. a big monofin flipper now yeah. for like diving. And again, friend of the show Donahoe being the flying Hawaiian, he is. <laughs> he has used one of those. And yeah, he's told me about it. And he gave me a lot of details that meant nothing to me because mm. I don't we'll swim. Have to ask him. I know, but it was so nice of him to do that. <laughs> and I cared. I really did. But I was like, where do I stop him to tell him I don't know how to swim very well? And her, I um, her fin apparently weighed 35 pounds Yikes. and took three hours to put on. Get out of town. Yeah. And she couldn't pee, so she couldn't eat or drink. So she was just like hanging. That sounds not like the greatest thing in the world. No. I know tons of amusement parks used to have mermaids like that. Yeah. But they like swim down. They'd have what, like air, air hoses bubbling. Yeah. They'd swim up and like, I don't know, suck in from them or something. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like a fun job. Maybe. Yeah. Some people are obsessed. Wasn't there like a, my strange fantasy about being a mermaid? Go on. I swear on TLC. I swear there Wait, was Wait, like one. a my strange addiction. I'm a mermaid. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, if you can marry the Eiffel Tower, you can be a mermaid. Eat couch cushions. My crazy addiction, Eric the Merman. No, I don't know him. I knew there was a girl story, but he's probably similar. Wow. This is a, this is the picture of Eric the Merman. Wow. Oh, I do remember. He got tattoos on his lower half. To make him look more like a merman? Yeah. Like, look at his belly. Look at his belly? Mm -hmm. Wait, let's see. Maybe there's more photos of, is Eric the Merman swimming? Let's launch this gallery and meet Eric the Merman. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. There's his suits. They're not showing his belly. This guy looks mm. really intense. He's not fucking around. No. Whoa. To go back. Look at all of his fins. Oh, look at those fins. Whoa. Those are extravagant. He's got to do this as a live. Like, he's got to make mermaid costumery for a living. Something. That's got to. There's no way that's a ho- just a hobby. Go forward. It, I think it takes you to a house. Oh. That's lame. 
but backwards. Hmm. Merman Eric. Wow. Okay. He's living his <laughs> dream. And he's like mean mugging the cameras of Mermaid though. He's not no. a nice merman. No, he is not a nice he merman. He's a sassy. That's Mr. Stereo Mermaid. F with me, merman. Yeah. All right. That's the thing, I guess. Well, more, you know what? More power to you, I guess. But what would that Live look like life. as a hobby? I mean, what I want to know is. Yeah, tell me. How do mermaids procreate? What's the sitch? Okay. Futurama. The TV yeah. show, yeah. There's a they cover this. There's an episode that actually does cover this. Finally, Atlanta, uh, it, 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 the ice caps melt. Atlanta is like underwater, mm-hmm. and they all become mermaid. Last city of Atlanta, people. huh? <laughs> the last city of Atlanta. That's actually what it's called. I know. Oh, do you know the episode? <laughs> I know that part, but I okay. don't remember. Uh, and so everyone turns into mermaids because Coke is in the water and it turns oh, into mermaids. God. And of course, then Fry and the girl go to hook up, Layla. and. No, no, no. The mermaid. He, he, there's oh, a mermaid, the mermaid girl, girl. Frying a mermaid girl because he's going to marry the mermaid girl. And he's like, wait, where do I, what do I do? And she's like, oh, well, I'll release my jelly. And then you do. And he's just like, wait, what? Oh, like, like, a, like a fish. Yeah. And then he's, then they show him like running furiously underwater to catch up to the ship that is pulling away. <laughs> when he realizes that it's like not e- cool external fertilization. Um, so I think that that's, makes more sense. Yeah. That's the way I'm going with Maybe it. Maybe that's why she's so horny too. Oh, yeah. They get down to it like, because like she makes out with him the minute she sees him. What I want to know is she saves him okay. off Cape Cod and mm. then runs away. Yes. And jumps in the water and swims away. And then she's like, let me just get this wallet and like make my way to New York. Why didn't you just stay and talk to him? Okay. Okay. Here, here's the only thing that I could come up with on that. Mm-hmm. I think when he goes underwater and she saves him, mm-hmm. I, I think there's some sort of magical force that takes them elsewhere. Because the beach they wash up on, as Laura pointed out when we were watching it, does not look like a... Like Northeast type beach. And in reality, yes. that is the beach that Disney now owns. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. In one of the Disney islands. Wow. wow. Well, and Ron Howard mentioned in the thing that a lot of their underwater scenes were in the Caribbean and all that. Yeah. They filmed most of that in the And Caribbean. there's like tons of coral. So I'm kind of wondering if like there isn't some mad, like maybe they're magically, she whisks him away somewhere. But then he and goes then, back to New York. Shoot. Yeah. You got a point there. Yeah, because there are lots of tropical fish you wouldn't see off the coast of Cape Cod. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And coral, there's like coral that I don't believe is up there. I don't know for a fact. Man, but yeah, you're right. Then how does he get back? Does he hitch all the way from... Take a taxi. (laughs) Does he take a taxi all the way from... 300 miles. Oh, wait. Was it... wasn't in this movie, yeah, he says he grabs a taxi and takes him all the way to Cape Cod. Yeah. Uh, Jared friend of the show jared told me a story about when he was in new york and they was with a bachelor party and he called like two uber blacks that took them all the way to atlantic city wow like in the middle of the night okay i know i feel like there's more to the story but he he that was kind of what he just gave hmm. he's like i want more proof but i also don't want more proof because i want this to be true. show me your bill yeah so no i don't have any idea why she didn't just address oh wait no no, no. she didn't know how to talk how would she have communicated with them but she, she didn't know how to talk when she arrived in New York she, either. Well, she didn't, but maybe she had like a game plan to learn or something. Mm, I mean, yes. how is she going to learn on a beach right then and there? Mm. The better question. And no. Then she comes <clears throat> to New York and she's like all about him, like full yeah. on. Not the better question, but a, a 
question off of that. When she gets there, mm-hmm. police station, all that, she's arrested. Tom Hanks comes to get her. Mm-hmm. You get called to the police station for a random person. Mm-hmm. What are you doing with that situation? Mm. Walk the dog a little bit with me here. Well, I'm different because I'm female. You are in a completely different situation, I guess. Yeah. So. So the better question is, Justin, what would you do? <laughs> yeah. I was hoping that you would you would have an opinion that it so that it wouldn't make it sound. I probably I would. What's the bail? How much are we talking on bail here? That's the first yeah. question. Well, he seems like he has pretty unlimited resources he's a man of means yeah so if the bail is like not that much let's call like a hundred bucks hundred mm-hmm. bucks and she seems like well i guess you don't get to meet the person beforehand you're kind of really rolling well, he's the standing there at the front desk and then basically turns around and sees mm-hmm. it okay so i'd do it i'd probably bail bail around and just see what happens yeah. though i don't know that i'd bring her immediately back to my apartment then proceed what to What if have. she started like making out with you in the cab all the way home? I would probably bring her back to my apartment. Right. <laughs> but then would I leave her in the apartment? And she looked like Daryl Hannah. I would probably leave her what in the apartment. What if she felt vaguely familiar too? Like you'd kind of known her, mm-hmm. you know? You're talking me into that I would childhood. likely do this exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the I mean, none of sense. that seems <laughs> all that surprising to me. <laughs> I love when he came back and she had a fountain put in. I know. And the guy is coming out with a little itty billy dolly. Yeah, like somehow they got that gigantic and it's got working water. Oh my god. That was the point where the writers said if you gain the audience trust early on, they'll let you get away with stuff. That's what they were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, if someone like Daryl Hannah called me for bail, I don't know that I couldn't if I could say no. I know. Do you know who she's married to? I don't. Do you have any guesses? Daryl Hannah? They got married in 2018. Can you, I mean, I'd, I'd be shooting blind. Any he kind of like is hint, roughly? a singer. Folk singer. Rock and folk. No, I have absolutely no idea. Neil Young. What? Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, right? Wow. They kind of like kept it secret. Really? Yeah. Pretty wow. crazy. I think he just became an American citizen. Wow, she looks amazing still. Yeah. Has she had any work done? I don't know, but she's like six feet tall. Really? I feel like tall people age better. Actually, now now I found one photo of her that doesn't there look good next to Neil Young, yeah, but he also some. doesn't look great. But she's also like almost 60. Yeah. He's like 75 or something. Well, good for her. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I would not have guessed that. I know, me neither. But she's like super activist. She's been arrested on the White House lawn before. She's, um, I think she may be part American Indian. She's very into indigenous rights. Mm-hmm. And she's uh, she stands up for what she believes in. So I'm I'm just going back and looking at my notes there real quick. Uh, sorry to go back to what we were talking about where you said you figure I'd do if I had a natural attraction mm-hmm. that I would just do that. Mm-hmm. The note I immediately had after to ask that question was that uh, if I had a natural attraction, <laughs> I would do it. 
and then I said, uh, I've had a natural attraction like that a couple times, and it's like lightning in your veins, and it's to be what I f- think cocaine feels like. Probably. So apparently, I was in like a really pumped up mindset <laughs> during that scene. I'm sorry, I didn't I get it. I didn't mean to cut you off, but that just really <laughs> made me like, um, oh, th- okay. So Sarah, as I was watching this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you been planning the last few movies as a therapy session for Not me? Not really. Because it really it feels is weird. Like, yeah, it really <laughs> feels like you are perfect. And I want, as I was watching this one, I'm just going, there's no. I, cause, cause, I was thinking that too. I was like, oh. Because one, one, huh. one or two in a row, like, okay, but this is like three or four right in a row. Whereas I'm sitting there, I'm like, what life lesson does Sarah want me to get it's from this? It's not me, apparently. It's the rom com universe. I know. And because especially he's standing there at the wedding, and he's going, yeah. What's wrong with me? What am I? What's wrong with me? I'm like, what is wrong with us, Tom? What is wrong with us? What are we doing wrong, buddy? It's so funny. I really was... I kind, I halfway expect you to say like, no, I have the next five or six movies mapped out. All like, set. This is, we're going. We're going somewhere with this. That's so funny. No, I did not intend that. I just like them. I do feel like one thing I wouldn't do, though, that he did do... Hmm. He got her flowers like right off the get, like Aww. a big thing of flowers, which is lovely. But it got me thinking, like, is Tom Hanks in this movie kind of like Don Drapery? Like he likes the beginnings of things, hmm. but maybe not the rest of it. Because we don't know. I think that he has an obsession with getting married. Like he cannot stop talking about not just like being with a girl, but like. At the ice rink, he sees an old couple and starts to get sad. Like, I want to be... They've been together their whole lives. And is like getting mad because she's like, let it go. I'm leaving in three days. Let's not ruin this. He's like, look at them. They've been together forever. They're so lucky. <laughs> and then like when she finally does agree to marry him, he's like, let's get married tonight. No, we have to get blood tests. Let's get married tomorrow. It's going to be so great. And we're going to have two kids and, you know, a boy and a girl. And she's like, what kind? And he's like, uh the small ones (laughs) and he's like so into the whole idea of marriage it's like but gotta get married gotta do it want to grow old gotta be together all i want like even when he's drunk and he's talking to that couple the two leave he doesn't even notice and two more people take their place and he's like is it so bad if i just want to get married and be with the same person forever and have a kid and go to their recital and watch them play a tooth is that so terrible that's like such like lovey like stuff but, but, Very. but then you couple it with that he like was ripcording on a girl he was saying was perfect that's what makes she you wasn't wonder. right that's what makes me wonder Don Drapery because Don Don got obsessed. He married. He got married yeah. a few times. Yeah, I don't know. That's just. I was kind of wondering what this guy's deal is. I think that was as a way to show that he was not with the right person. Mm-hmm. Like, couldn't figure out why he felt that way. Like, he wanted all of this, but she wasn't the right person. You know, he couldn't make it happen. Mm-hmm. Like, and then when he meets Daryl, it's like. Yes. He knew. And speaking of Daryl, she calls herself Madison because that's Madison Avenue that Mm -hmm. she sees. That is where that name came from. I assumed it existed before this. No, it came from that movie. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? That is, because it's like a crazy popular name. Because I said to Emma, I said, that's. That's where Madison came from. She's like, what? I said, that wasn't a girl's name before. That wasn't a name before this movie. And she's like, 
Madison? Because it's such a huge yeah. name now. Yeah. Yeah. That's baffling to me. I know. Absolutely baffling to me. Yeah. The reason Little Mermaid came out in 1993 or 94, mm-hmm. I think, the reason they made her hair red is because they didn't want her to be confused with Daryl Hammond. Really? Yeah. Because she was supposed to be blonde. She's blonde in the Hans Christian Andersen story. Freaking Madison. That's wild. Yeah. And so much of that whole Little Mermaid story comes from the Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale. So if you think, man, this is a lot like Little Mermaid. Actually, Little Mermaid's a lot like this, which came from the old fairy tale. Well, that was going to be my question is, is this movie just them trying to do yes. really just yes. a, a modern on. version of Little Mermaid? That's 100%. Fantastic. Which is maybe why I like it too, because it's got that fairy tale element, mm-hmm. element, element. And uh, and it's just classic. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure. We'll have to look it up. But I'm pretty sure that fountain is based on the Little Mermaid fountain in Copenhagen? Amsterdam? Question mark? Somewhere where Hans Christian Andersen is from? The Little Mermaid fountain? <clears throat> There's a mer- there is a... Sarah, you're right. There is a mermaid statue... In Copenhagen, oh, made Copenhagen. of bronze, uh, bronze and granite, was inspired by Hans Christian Andersen's fairy tale about a mermaid, and it looks like you may be right, but I don't. It kind of looks like the one in the movie a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not completely, but yes. I mean, it is a mermaid, right? To go off of what you were saying, with him seeming to be obsessed with getting married, mm-hmm. is this of all the rom coms we've done? Is this the one with the most blatant red flags of any movie? How do you mean? Like everything about her that Tom Hanks is choosing to ignore and plow right through. Like you said, the comment about, oh, we can have two kids. And she says, what kind? Or the fact <laughs> yeah. that she can't really talk or that she doesn't know what a subway is or she doesn't really have a name for sure. When she says her name initially, yeah. in her language, it's a dolphin squeak. <laughs> and it breaks all, all the, the TVs. TVs. Oh, I love that. Yeah. This movie has such good slapstick in it. Mm. But I think, but this movie just has so many red flags about it. And it, and it makes it seem yeah. like. I mean, he talks to John Candy about it. And it's like, yeah, but there's just something off. Like, I don't even know her name. I don't. She's like weird about where she's from there's some immigration issue and tom Kennedy's or john Kennedy's like yeah whatever <laughs> like doesn't well, want to hear it we haven't seen in a rom-com in a little bit signs of a possible mental disorder or distress and this brought it back very strongly that's true yeah and my hope would be sarah that if i ever or like just a foreigner <laughs> <laughs> like if i ever go on a date and I'm really ignoring some really big red flags, like, <laughs> you know, like a mental disorder that maybe I just need to be aware of, or that she's a mermaid. Yeah. Give me like a friendly heads Not up. Not everything's adding up. Yeah, I promise I'll stay calm about it, especially if mm-hmm. you're like, hey, you know she's a mermaid, by mm-hmm. the way, right? Like, don't you say those mean things about her. we get a great, um, like, come to Jesus advice speech from John Candy then again at the end like they're playing racquetball and he's talking about his like worries about her 
which apparently they did all in one take. Really? John Candy smoking, and then he opens, he a, opens beer, a beer. And they did that all I was sitting, in one take. Were you, did you look in the background, and there's people like sitting on those old giant 80s stair like mm-hmm. things, and there's one guy that is just laying all the way down with his leg kicked up like Burt Reynolds style nice. on his side watching. It, That's I, the typical stands for squash and racquetball. What? Those big stair things. Really? I sat on those Why? my whole freaking life watching my dad play squash. I wonder why. Because you can see. Oh, just larger like, stadium seating? They're just stadium seats, yeah. Oh, okay. They're just built in. I don't know why, but they are like that at, in every squash. I love that scene. Yeah. I was saying to Laura, like, this is how I bet your husband would play squash. <laughs> Not the smoking, but <laughs> Although like, they're playing racquetball, but yeah. I don't know the difference. But either way, this is how your husband would play. <laughs> this is how your husband would play wall ball. <laughs> That's how you, you crack a beer open and Play enjoy a racket sport. Yes, yes, but what you were saying, John Candy's come to Jesus speech. Yeah, or... then cl- at the end, after he's released by the feds and is kind of freaked out about the fact that she's a mermaid and all this, he's like, "Why?" What I said at the beginning: Why did I find a fish? You know, or you know, I find this great girl and she turns out to be a fish. And John Candy's like, "What are you talking about?" Some people don't even get the chance to ever be that happy. I'll never get the chance to be that happy. He's like, realize what you have, basically. And so I would still probably advise you against like a girl with a bunch of red flags. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, sometimes you just got to lean in. If you have true feelings, Mm -hmm. you know, she has a lot of weird red flags, but their feelings are real. I cannot tell you how excited I am for you to say that. Not for anything specific at the moment, Mm -hmm. but because now I have audio (laughs) of this being said to me by somebody. Mm -hmm. So when someone says to me later, what What the hell are you thinking? Yeah, what are you doing? Go, no, 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 no. (laughs) Right here. Right here. No, yes, but, but both of your feelings have to be real oh. and reciprocated. Well, that's, not just one. Yeah, that's the difficulty. Yeah. <laughs> that's proving to be a little... not just crazy eyes you're dating, I or think, not just you. Yeah, that's uh, that's proving to be a bit of a, a difficult <laughs> past. But hopefully, you know, if we get there and she's a fish, you know what? Like, I'm a pretty, you know, I'm a, hey, I'm a fun vacation. <laughs> the thing is, though, at the <laughs> at the very end, he dives in the water. Apparently to confuse the helicopter, to get the helicopter away from her. Number one, helicopters can't land on water anyway, so she just needs to dive down under the water. I believe Jaws 2 would like to have a conversation with you. (laughs) Land on the water? There was a pontoon helicopter in Jaws 2. Well, that's different. I'm talking just regular old whirlybirds. Your natural whirlybirds. Yes, yes, yes. That one that they have in this movie cannot land on the water. So all it's doing is just turning up a bunch of waves. And she just has to, she waves to him. He's like, Madison! It's like, leave her the fuck alone. Let her go swim. And then he jumps in the water in the most awkward way. Clearly, he does it very well as an actor. Someone who plays someone who can't swim, like half jump dives and like the helicopter then moves toward him. Like a weird heat seeking missile. Let me just get closer to you. It doesn't make any sense. And um, and then it's like she had just told him, if you come with me, you can never come back. And he's like, never to see my brother at Christmas. <laughs> and then he jumps in and then it's like, and now we're here together. Yeah. And there's no explanation as to why 
he can now not only swim, but breathe underwater. And like, and there's at the end they find a city, city. down there. Well, there's a part. There's a part of me that does really like that. This just idea of it's like you're literally jumping in the deep end yeah well no that it's just like we're not even gonna i would i would rather no explanation rather than a bad one i would rather be like yeah that's true you know and and you can kind of fill in your own but on the other end when he jumped in Mm -hmm. was there a part of you and you can ask laura i was sitting there going oh he's gonna grow a tail watch he's gonna jump in and he's gonna grow that's what you were expecting too right Mm -hmm. yeah definitely because how the hell is he gonna get about without flip a a flipper he won't be able to keep up with anybody how are they gonna have sex in the water externally we talked about this that's not fun anymore well no that's he's not, a lot of their relationship no he's not going to be having a lot of fun well he might he very well might well and then she also said like wait so are they the only two people down there now and then they turn and there's like that mermaid city mm-hmm. you know like that right because she seems fairly lonely down there i, I do think that there is like that they Lost are trans- city of Atlantis. It, well, it feels like when they are in the water like we mentioned earlier i do think they are being transported magically somewhere, somewhere else hmm but we don't know where. Right. You know, but that was, yeah. And I need to read the original Little Mermaid because is there a whole part where they just don't know the names of of shore items and just call them random things? Like, what's that? What's that? What's that thing? It's like just like a whole section of both movies is like, I don't know anything up here. What do you call it? A whatchamacallit? <laughs> And so it's like, is that in the original? Is that a thing? Well, there, the ingenue quality. There were, in the animated one, there was at least the part where she had a bunch of stuff that came down, but she yeah. had no clue what any of it right. did so or was had, called. Like, a museum. What did she say? I've got a what? Whatchamacallit? I've got two. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Uh, let's see. It's um, a whole new world. No, that's Aladdin. Come on. Up where they walk, up where they run. You know that part. Up where they, they play, play all day in the, the sun, sun, wandering free. A fork, that thing. They take the fork and make it Look into a hair. Look at this stuff. Isn't, Isn't it neat? neat? Wouldn't, Wouldn't you say my, my collection's complete? complete? Wouldn't, Wouldn't you, you say I'm the girl? Think of the girl. The girl who has everything. everything. I've got gadgets and gizmos aplenty. I've got who's it's and what's it's galore. You want thingamabobs? I've got 20. But who cares? No, not me. I want more. I want to be where the people are. I want to see them, see them dancing, dancing. walking around on those, what what do you you call them? Feet. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. It still holds up. It does. It really does. it's catchy as hell. It is really catchy. I love it. The last time I was in Disney World, there's a Little Mermaid ride there, and I no wait was that the last time I was there? Was that two times ago? There's oh a Little Mermaid God. ride there, and I went on it, and I went in thinking like <laughs> rolling my eyes like, "Ooh, this is gonna be so dumb." And I walked out with my toe tap, and I was like, oh, "You, yeah. like, who are you kidding?" You going can't in there? not. They're you absolutely so can't. Fucking good. I have watched Frozen. I don't know, hundred, hundred and fifty times. It's still fucking good. It's so good. Would you put per, oh my God. as as, as uh, not just a mother, but as a Disney aficionado yeah. yourself? It's you know, really kid, good. Would you put it up there with like the second Disney yes. Golden Age musicals? Your Beauty and the Beast, yes. your your Little Mermaid, your Aladdin, even. Oh yeah, really? Okay, yeah. I've seen it, but I just don't have. Oh that. my God, we just were at Disney on Ice last night, and they know how to put on a show. They set the ice on fire two times. Well, ice doesn't do that, Sarah. Yeah, on fire. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. What character set it on fire? Was it Jafar? Uh, Did Jafar well, come in the out? first one, Maleficent's dragon set it on Ooh. fire. In the, the first half. Then there was a break. And then in Frozen... Uh, Wait, it? was it like Frozen? Was it a Disney? It was a medley. Okay, so yeah. So everyone Mickey was there. and Minnie are introducing like this is a story about and like something comes out. So it was Moana. Do you know what I love? Aladdin. So much. I'm, I okay. Just for one second, then you go back. Anything at Disney where Mickey comes out as like the Grand Marshal and does mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you will there, there's a joy that comes out of me when i see that and when he disappears there's this one that they do in walt disney world that it's like he's a magician or not a magician what is he? he's like a magician he's like bringing out all these characters and colors and the villains come and he has to fight mm, them off like and fantasia oh, magician's it's, assistant it's kind of, of along those lines ish yeah. and it will almost bring you to tears but either way Keep going, please. I just had to share with you, like, I love when Mickey is in charge and he yeah. creates the world. Like, out of him comes the thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, it's in it's in Little Mermaid, the fi- the other fire scene, Ursula. Wonderful. And the shipwreck and all that. And set the stage on fire. And the, the big eel things come out. And it's scary. And June said it was scary and tried to stand on me. Oh, I bet and Ursula would be terrifying. She was scary. Yeah. I had and f- those eels were people with the weird things over their faces. So it's they're all black, but they just have the eels on their arms. That's scary. That does sound intense. Yeah. I had a friend go as Ursula a few years ago Ooh. for Halloween, and she crushed it. That I would mean, be it good. was a really good. It, it took a lot of involvement, obviously. Ooh, that would but be fun. Man, it was good. Off the train. I like the name Ursula. Literally, the only thing that kept me from considering it was. Wait, can I guess? What? Oh, wait, were you going to say Little Mermaid? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say Friends. I could do it because of Little Mermaid. Oh, Friends. Ursula, like Phoebe's sister? Phoebe's sister, <laughs> Ursula, because I don't like, I like that Ursula character less than the bad Ursula in Little Mermaid. Why are they always so negative? I don't know. I like Ursula as a name. It comes from the constellation, Ursa Major and Ursa Minor, the bear. Mm. Ursula is like the Latin word for bear, or little bear. Hmm. And June, we called Emma, Emma Bear, and June would have been the little bear. Aww. But she's June. But she's June. And June means younger in latin so it works out it all comes around (laughs) you've got me thinking about all these wonderful disney properties yeah right god i love going to disney they know what they're fucking doing they do when i stand by it when you go to the parks it it is a you, you can go to universal a few days beforehand which does things pretty well and harry potter world and all that but then you go to Disney World or Disneyland. I mean, they just the fit and the finish on things is. I mean, there's videos of like in the in the new Star Wars world, a little mm-hmm. girl will run up to the character playing Ray, and like because they have a walk around girl that looks just like Ray, mm. and she will like. There's videos of her taking these little girls by the hand and like running with them to like look at stormtroopers and like hide Aww. and do shit. And it's just like these little things that you're yeah. like. Oh my gosh, when Anna and Elsa came out last night, like mm. some of the characters I was like, well, yeah, that's not, you don't look quite like them. They but, nailed it. Oh my gosh, Anna came out and June's like, <gasps> and then she ran up, she's skating and then she runs up and jumps on this corner piece and there's a little girl dressed like El- Elsa right there. Or I'm sorry, Anna right there. And she's like, hi, and waves at her and the girl's like, <gasps> like it was so perfect and blew her mind. They... They're performers, man. I mean, I can't speak to Disney on on ice, mm-hmm. but again, just the little 
you, like there's videos of uh, like Pluto meeting a service dog. Have oh, you ever, God, Have yes. you seen that? There's one specific photo yes. and the dog looks like he's smiling. Yeah. yeah. I went one time. And the handler for Daisy was talking to us, and she had to be from Queens, and was a delightful <laughs> woman. And she, but she was so into it. She was, like, oh, let me tell you about Daisy over here. You'll see her over here, and Donald, he's over. At, we're in Epcot. He's over in the Mexico Pavilion. I'll tell you why Daisy doesn't want him up here with her. We go. <laughs> That's funny. Well, why doesn't Daisy want Donald? What do you know? How long Daisy's been waiting for a ring? And Donald oh doesn't do it. He God. can go over there with the three caballeros and have fun. But Daisy doesn't want it here until he sees the ring. Minnie, Minnie's getting a ring. Where's Daisy's ring? Okay, oh let me take God. your photo for you. That's so funny. Without missing, she was the most delightful woman. And I couldn't, I tried thanking her like, you made that so real. No. So fun. And she went, what do you mean make it real? I plan on being at Daisy's wedding. I sure oh. hope I am. She needs to find someone new. You find someone for Daisy. You come over here and let me know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. And you don't see that other in, places. Man. Yeah. They're all in. You get your money's worth. You read it's one of the few times you will hear me say I would I hope one day to get to go there with you and your family <laughs> and be it like it's the Schmidt family vacation yeah, and, and Justin's Justin, here. You absolutely can because you will raise the level of energy. <laughs> oh, I'll bring it to a yeah. twelve. Because you guys will go back to the hotel. I'm like, no, 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 I'll be here for the fireworks. I got the, I gotta go bar hop around the tiki bar. That's so much fun. But it's not even the bar hopping. That's the thing. All right, so let me make it very clear. I love drinking at Disney World. I love it. I love it so much. It's so much fun drinking around Epcot and the Monorail. We're gonna but have to, to eventually. But to just go and and be able to have an entire place and i know people go well oh i'd rather go on a real trip to your yes absolutely do that in your life but to have one place that is entirely artificially created to be magic from the moment you come on this entire yeah. complex it is geared towards it, it, one thing and that is it, it, an illusion yeah. and, and they use that to some very amazing and positive degrees i know there's some negatives attached to it right. but to go in and if you can just commit wholesale to that yeah oh my god stepping on the uh uh, the jungle cruise it is the stupidest ride in the world (laughs) if you don't get into it because Mm -hmm. you go past these like animatronics that are like barely look like they're barely working or like don't even move and you have a uh uh, skipper that just make kind of they have a rough script but they are just giving the worst jokes in the world (laughs) and they are so into it last night disney on ice after the second fire thing and then when elsa is singing let it go and she's like my power flurries through the air into the ground. And she's like doing things with her hands. And every time she moved her hand, something above her would spark. And Emma turned to me and said, man, they really go the extra mile. <laughs> it's like, yes, they do. That's a wonderful. Uh. It's like she was fully appreciating it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's that's what's all, and, and that's why I say when you go and you stay there for this isn't this isn't sponsored by Disney. I just really <laughs> like them. Like I really like them. I, I had God, I had a trip. I kind of had a, tri- a trip in my head planned for when I sold my house. Then I realized I have no one to go with. Aww. So it's like well, I'm not doing that now. Us but, if we sell our house for enough. <laughs> well, no, exactly. That would be wonderful. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, you know, like the first day you're there, you kind of are looking around and you're like trying to break it down in your head. Like, oh, this is how the operations. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. you kind of play yeah. the game. And by like day two or three, you're just like, look at that fucking Mickey Mouse. Get over here, you <laughs> son of a bitch. This is great. This is so good. I'm good. I had a friend that just went and her daughter did the bibbity boppity boobity cap uh, or bibbity boppity bibbity boppity boobity. Not boobity. Bibbity boobity. 
boutique. Yeah, boutique. Yeah. And she just did it. And I, I don't know how much it cost exactly, <laughs> but whatever the experience was, the picture she put up, if it was like, I don't know if it was 100 like bucks, I know it was 50 bucks, I don't know if it was 300 bucks. Whatever it cost, the sheer joy on her daughter's mm. face, it was like worth it. it was, I, well, I mean, I have no money into this. I, mm-hmm. it's, you know, I'm, I it was no worth dog. everything to me. <laughs> it was worth everything to me. But you just could see also like the little, the lady that was doing everything, she like sprinkled fairy dust on her hair and all. And you were just like, this is, this is cool. Okay. Yeah. But um, I have been once. I was 13. Mm-hmm. And we stayed at the fucking palace of all palaces, the Grand Floridian. Oh, God. And it was so nice. Even yeah. at 13, I was like, I get my own fucking room. It has these huge beds. We ate breakfast every morning out on the patio. And Andy Rooney was there. <laughs> <laughs> And, we ate breakfast yeah. on the patio <laughs> <laughs> and I actually rode a real my only real roller coaster I've ever been on I rode Space Mountain nice yeah. that's a good one to ride yeah and then I had the worst guilt trip of my life my mom and I decided to go on Splash Mountain mm-hmm. log flume ride you know mm-hmm. we get on I get off I get back on I get off then it pulls away with my mom on it by herself. And she's as she's pulling away, she goes, thanks. <laughs> and I'm like, shit. My 13-year-old brain is just like, oh, fuck, I just left my mom on that ride. So I go running toward the exit because you have to, if you don't get on the ride, you have to like yeah. go all the way through and around. And then she had to go down that drop by herself. And <laughs> she went down the drop and then down under the bridge. And she sees my dad on the bridge and goes, find Sarah (laughs) and I had already run all the way to the front and it was like panic mode like I left my mom and she's gonna be so mad at me and I can't believe I left her and it was awful that is (laughs) if if I okay if I was in your dad's shoes and that happened I would not even be I would because he looks on the right he's like (laughs) he probably thought you fell out he probably initially thought you fell out yeah if I was in your dad's shoes, though, I would have found you, and then I would have immediately sprinted to the picture booth where you can get the picture. You know, like oh my god, I would have paid any money for that photo. That for my had, mom just being like, Aww. that would have been so funny to look at, like years oh later. Oh my god, oh my! I wish Lord. we would have looked at that, but I was so guilt stricken. I like had trouble sleeping that night, and my mom was like, "It's fine, everyone's fine." <laughs> See, that's what's funny the older you get is you look back and think of these moments that you were like, you felt so guilty and terrible about. But then you realize your parents probably Uh half hour later, maybe tops were just (laughs) like, okay, let's uh, let's get on with this. And (laughs) you were losing sleep over it. Oh, my Lord. That's now that we've done enough Disney talk back to the movie. She, in essence, has six days to decide if she really likes this guy enough to be with him forever and possibly stay on land. Presumably, she has a family back under the ocean or you would something. See, you would think so. So, like six days? I mean, I've been in some romances where I've had very strong initial feelings. <laughs> yeah. But I've also learned not to trust those initial feelings. Like the spirit of Christmas only has 12 days. Yeah. I don't... Oof. I don't... Sarah, I... I think mm. if someone gave me six days to choose and that was that, I could tell them on day one, no thank you. Yeah. Because I don't know what would happen in six days that would make me yeah. so sure to give up everything. 
Also, why did he have to give up everything? I mean, that again is why I think we're transported to a magical realm. Because <laughs> wouldn't there be mail or something? Like, how can he not? I yeah, that's the one I thing know. I wish one more line of dialogue. They're just upset, they're under the sea, I don't know. Um, the funny thing is too, there's. Emma was watching it with me for part of it, and I said, uh-oh, this is the part, this is the part, like, because I knew Eugene Levy was going to spray her with water, and I said, what, is she pregnant? And I think that's pretty, like, accurate, because it's always like, uh, what is, like, what's happening? She has to make this decision, and it's like, is it a, it's kind of the same way. It's like with catastrophe when they, the the show catastrophe, when they have that whole weekend of sex and then mm. she does get pregnant and changes their lives. They only have a few days together. And I just thought that was funny that she was like, oh, no. what's happening? There's a, there's a decision. It's a big life decision. Now you've taken my, my fun idea that someone will tell me magically I have six days to decide. And now you've made me terrified that one day a girl's going to come to me and be like, Hey, I'm pregnant. Yeah. You have... Hope you enjoyed your six days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Sarah. Why did you have to take this fairy tale? It worked tale out for Rob Delaney. I don't have Rob Delaney's luck. <laughs> I liked also this movie when Tom Hanks got mad when she turned him down. Yeah. How he got moody. I felt it was really realistic. Cause I know, oh, absolutely. Because I know when I get like... She's like, can we just enjoy this? And he's like, all right, to go back on the ice. And then it's so clear that he's not Yeah, well, because I know done. like when I get shot down or hurt in some kind of way like that, even if I am um, even if I am in my head like, okay, I want to move on from this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm okay with this. It's fine, whatever. Yeah. Something in me completely forgets how to act normal. And yeah. it's like, even if I'm not mad and even if I want to enjoy it, I forget how to be a person. And Ryan that's what that, that scene felt. Yeah. 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 And then if you say to the person, I promise you I'm not mad, they don't believe you because right. who forgets to act like a person? <laughs> this guy right here, pretty regular. And Tom Hanks does that in this. Mm-hmm. He feels like he just forgets how to be a person. Yeah. And I loved that. Madison, come <laughs> back. And the guy is holding him by the foot. He's like, give up, man. He sounds so weak. I also like Eugene Levy in this, who we haven't Levy. talked about. Levy. He looks so like his son in this when he's younger. Yeah. He looks ju- or he looks like Dan. Dan looks just like him yeah. in this. And I, I, the one thing that made me mad about him in this is the, the other doctor, after he finds the mermaid, mm-hmm. is making fun of him. Like, why don't you go off and find a unicorn? Yeah, he, lit- he found the mermaid. He literally, you can't make fun of him. Oh, my God. If anything, you saying go find a unicorn should be you literally telling him you did good on this. Right. Can you find a unicorn? Right. I didn't understand you know, Dr. that Dr. Ross, what an a-hole. Yeah, I didn't care for that guy. Yeah, one. you're not a man of science. But I will say... I did. I took this movie in the spirit, thinking you were trying to teach me something. Oh, all right. and I sat down and I said, "Well, what is Sarah trying to teach you <laughs> in this?" And I don't know for a fact, but I looked at it and said, "Maybe she wants me to learn about my growth opportunities and being able to take information." And not let my emotions take over. Being able to take something like a girl being a mermaid (laughs) and not letting my fear and insecurities own my words after that. And I started really looking at myself. And I feel that that is an area I've grown quite a bit in, Sarah, that when I do get bad information, I'm still not great at it. (laughs) But that I don't react in a way that that I'm I'm hurting myself further by letting my emotions take over. Okay. And, And I feel like Tom Hanks also in this did a good job. He mastered his emotions eventually, not initially. Yeah, but of, but after a little bit, he, he didn't learned. sit in that pain yeah. 
he he went the opposite the entire other direction and and went after her that's true yeah so that's, that's good john candy got eugene levy into this because originally he wanted to be dr cornbluth or whatever and they were like no you got to be the brother and he's like okay well then eugene levy's dr cornbluth <laughs> john candy is the brother mm. we also haven't talked about much at all his he gets him coming out handing out penthouses to people because he oh got my published God. For writing into a letter to the editor. And when the, all the news reporters are around, oh, yeah. Tom Hanks says, Was anyone here from Penthouse? No. no. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> he, he, he was awesome in this movie. He, yeah. His outfits were great, too. Initially, he had that like giant lapel and velvet jacket. And mm-hmm. just, oh, man, I loved big it. Big scarf. I loved it so much. There's a big, exciting news that... They're remaking Splash. Laura and I were talking about this, and I said, how have they not remade this yet? (laughs) It's in production, apparently. Okay. Do I get to guess who's attached? It's still Ron Howard and Brian Glazer. Making it as directors, yeah. Yeah, the different writer. Okay, different actors. But can I guess what actors I think? Please guess the actors. Now, can can I clarify one thing? Sure. Are they keeping it female mermaid i think i don't know actually i don't know because i could see them turning it in a a way that it's a male merman Mm -hmm. merman Merman. Uh, okay who would i have in this today Hmm. that's a good question Mm -hmm. you know what i can't even i just want to know just tell me i can't (laughs) even guess just tell me (laughs) well the male or who is supposedly attached to it is Channing Tatum. I don't know if I like that. Maybe he's a mermaid. Yeah. I think him work, actually, him work, because he, he is a funny guy facial expression-wise and all that. Mm-hmm. I think he would work better as the comedic side of it. I don't see him being a good straight, because the, mm-hmm. the mermaid's the comedian. Tom Hanks was the straight man. Yeah. That lead, well, who's the female lead then? Because that may answer a question. Jillian Bell from Workaholics. and oh, from, She's really funny, too. She's really funny. I like that pairing. I know. That could work. It's I would never pick unusual. it, but I could see it really yeah. working. Yeah. Sarah, I bet you any money that he's a merman. We'll see. <gasps> yes, you're right. Unlike the original film in which the man was human, in this film, the man will be a merman and the woman will be human. I like that. I really That's like that. That's really good. It says a live mermaid, a real life mermaid washes ashore on Ellis Island and adapts to life in New York City. There you go. Because again, Channing Tatum can be super funny. Oh my God, yeah. Especially like uh, uh, mannerism wise and all that, mm-hmm. you know? Like mm-hmm. I think he could do that role really well. And it's written by Marja or Maria Lewis Ryan, who's also written, she created the L World. Oh my gosh. She created the L Word, the famous mm. lesbian show. Um, she's been in a few things as an actor, but she's uh, a writer. Oh my goodness. I just realized something. What? This number one is a Disney movie. This was the first movie that Disney put out under Touchstone. Um, under Touchstone. They mm-hmm. created Touchstone for this. For the adult content. Yeah, because yeah. this like read that line, but also with that, Sarah, mm-hmm. you mentioned a good story about Space or Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. He sings Zippity Doodah in this. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. Did you know there was a Splash 2, T-O-O? Yes, I'm looking at this. Return to New York. 
To save his business and to save a dolphin in captivity. <laughs> that that has to be just the worst movie. It's a TV movie. movie. Oh my 1988. goodness! That has to be so terribly Starring wonderful. Todd Waring, Amy Yazbek, Donovan Scott, and Rita Taggart. Oh my god! There's a movie poster for it where she's riding a dolphin, <laughs> and her hair is covering her boobs the way you like. Yes, but in like a cheaper, weirder way. It, it, very weird way. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Oh my gosh. Oh my, and it, it's uh, Amy Yazbek, Todd Waring, Splash Two, a romantic tale. T a i l. Oh god, tale. <laughs> What the fuck are these? I've never heard of them. Oh, it's it's the same as if they made a, a lifetime movie sequel. Words hmm. passing. I feel by. like I recognize Todd Waring when he's young. Holy shit! You're all fired up. So I just looked up out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. I searched Mermaid Tale professional. Mm-hmm. There's some <clears throat> outfits available. On eBay and Etsy. I'm. Oh wait, no. Here, here's Mer. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go to MagicTail.net. I feel like they're gonna have a lot. Okay. Wow. So <laughs> there's a thing called MagicTail.net that appears to be nothing but mermaid tails and goods. Mm. Ah, it's in euros. That doesn't yeah. tell me what I want. I'm on the Mer Taylor right now. Mm-hmm. They have children's tails called Mer Guppy. Taylor. Mer. Tail, tail, Taylor, like Ooh. a closed tail. They have children's called guppy tails, Fantasia fins that are like stylized big, like mono fins, whimsy tails, custom designed whimsy tails. Whimsy tails. Let me see how much. Because there were ones that were coming up on Etsy for five grand. Whoa. Oh, wow. Here's this one on, uh, here's this one on Mer Taylor. It starts at 1350. Wait, 1300 Sorry, $1,350. And you have a selection Jesus. of seven different fluke shapes at the end of the table. Oh. In addition wow. to what uh, pattern you want on it, you can get kelp, mm. triton, base color options. Wow, this mm. is intense, dude. You can get body markings on the tail, flute markings, accent colors, mm. dorsal fins. There's like 12 different measurements you can put in here for around your ankles, around your calves, around wow. your knees, mid thigh, buttocks. Hip. I'm disappointed that none of my friends are really into merware. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd uh, be a wonderful be thing if we found out about. Maybe they are, and we don't know. God, oh, what if someone got Linda. a What if they got a pool and we mm. showed up for the pool unveiling party? And yes. that's how they told us. What if we crash Laura and Elliot's neighbor's pool? And they're all wearing, wearing fins. no, we are. We just show up wearing fins. I love it. Do we put the fins on at the pool? Yeah. Or do we no, like hop earlier? In? We yes. like have to hop in. We come in and we're like, we hear you have a pool. <laughs> we're in need. <laughs> oh my god! Some of these have like multiple tails coming off, like a betta fish, like you know, oh. flowy. This is freaking My. intense. We like this movie, it seems like, but oh hell yeah, is it a romantic comedy? Mm-hmm. What it does it have all of our elements? Okay, so the Let's meet dive cute. Into those. Yeah, they meet when they're eight. They meet when they're eight. I love that. And she cries yeah. when he goes back on the boat. I guess they were figuring out if they should even have that or not. I oh, think they really? kind of added it further down the line. They said, hmm. and then Ron Howard was worried through the whole movie that they never really came back around to that explicitly. Hmm. Kind of until they didn't acknowledge it really almost 
until the end till nearly the end no and he said that audiences really reacted positively to it he was worried that it was like too far yeah yeah Hmm. so that was cool but yeah they meet when they're kids yeah and then he meets her in a police station again yeah well no first he meets her at the beach she saves him again why did he keep going back to Cape Cod because that's where he saw her I think somewhere in his subconscious that's where he saw her again I just didn't know if his parents like live there or what that's where they went on vacations yeah the reason they can't be together She's a mermaid. mermaid yeah. A secret mermaid. She's a secret mermaid. Yes. Soundtrack? No, there really wasn't much of a soundtrack. She she works hard for the money, I think, was in it at one so point. You better treat her right. Oh, yeah. In Bloomingdale's? Yeah. Yeah. And I, that was I feel really like that's a, the only montage, uh, too, Wooly, when she's shopping at Bloomingdale's. Wooly Bully was in there somewhere, Oh, too. yeah. But yeah. this was like that 80s type of thing where you, there's ding, like some ding, background ding, music, ding, but not ding, really ding, a soundtrack. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. So no real soundtrack. Yeah. But I think there is a montage in the Bloomingdale's. Isn't there like when she's maybe shopping or something? Yeah. I feel like that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if there's any slow-mo. Like Bo Derek running on the beach slow-mo. Oh, when he goes, there has to be one. I'm positive when he goes underwater or something. There is slow-mo somewhere. And I know for a fact because I remember... At one point, Ron Howard says, this was a slow-mo shot, Um, but I don't, I listen to the commentary when I'm doing other things. uh, So I don't, I don't know where it was, but there was some kind of slow-mo. Okay. For sure. I just can't promise you when or where. Uh, His brother is his sassy side friend, for sure. Yes. And he also gives the back to reality speech. Classic. Perfect. Jobs of the protagonist, he runs a produce, a produce distribution yeah. market. There's good money in that. I'm sure there is. Yeah. He obviously does very well living in Manhattan with a doorman in multiple rooms in a bathtub. That's unique. Um, She's a mermaid. She's a mermaid. That's her job. <laughs> That's what she does. Yeah. Uh, New York is the location, New obviously. York, New York. New York, New York. Th- this is another one of those movies that... It has to be a big city because otherwise yeah. it's like it's fish out of water tail. Mm-hmm. Fish out of water tail is not as mm-hmm. funny if she's in a small city. And also has to be something along a coast. And there's something about it, probably because it's the same year in the same city, but there's something that feels very Ghostbusters about it too. Mm-hmm. Like especially at the end of the movie chase scene with the helicopters and the whatever National Guard. And it's like, oh, very New York 1980s, you know. There's a real just vibe from New York at that time that oh, God. I, I don't Dirty know how to scary. describe it. Yeah. <laughs> We're just like terrifying. My stepdad was talking about how they would go on class trips to New York and like just everything was so covered in graffiti and they would sleep in these shitty places and like just run around the streets of New York like wild people just sounded like a real like i think that's why like escape from new york the movie you know the old john carpenter movie and stuff like that they were always set in like this dystopian future because it seemed like it was just gonna continue to go downhill and get shittier and shittier well yeah this movie makes it clear how at least i assume now it's kind of along the same lines but the new yorkers are just they're cool with wackadoo yeah like they're just they're not phased by by all that much i think it was i'm referring more to the real problem with like crime, oh, actual crime and all that, and yeah. graffiti and the broken window syndrome or whatever, mm. and just how seedy it got, especially around like what's now like the really super clean touristy areas, you know, 
used to be really shitty. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it could have been set. Like L.A. wouldn't have had the same feel. No. Boston, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. any of that. Mermaids don't live in You could do Seattle. That would be water. kind of interesting. Oh, Mermaid in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, sleepless in Seattle Mermaid Wouldn't edition. that be cool if that's where this, the next one took place? <laughs> yeah. Channing Tatum Ooh, washes up fun. in Seattle? Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. In 1994. That would be awesome. Yes. <laughs> yes. He can hide his tail with a flannel wrapped around Ooh, his like waist. He could yeah. be in a like a... I don't French know how he'd fans. walk. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, mermaid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mermaid tail actually kind of sounds like a grudge band. <laughs> yes. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Trench coat. Trench coat. Could do like reality bites, trench coat kind of thing. That's back when trench coats were okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of levity in this Tons movie. Of levity. Just a lot of fun. And a lot of slapstick. Yeah. This is that signature 80s slapstick. A lot of physical slapstick. comedy. A lot of Eugene Levy getting hurt. Spraying the wrong people. When he goes to get his tooth fixed, like, I don't deserve any pain. <laughs> He's like, oh, you like the pain. <laughs> <laughs> and that scene, too, is so mad. It showed just how good Eugene Levy, how he understands comedy, where he got the Novocaine in the leg, and mm-hmm. then he got sincere in the scene, one about, like, a totally normal scene. And mm-hmm. he's like, all right, let's get out of here. Boom, and then- the leg's gone. <laughs> it's just that li- he he understands it. I mean, yeah. he's, God, he's brilliant. I know, I love him. I know. Emma said, well, he does sound just like Johnny Rose. <laughs> like, yep, still him. <laughs> I'm so fucking sad that's ending. But Do you I, know how I old he is it. in real life, IRL? 72. 79. No. Yeah. Let me make sure. Wow. Mm-hmm. How old is he? 73. Oh, thank God. <laughs> that makes me feel better. He's going to be here longer. 73. He still looks great for 73. <laughs> and he just turned. I think that's how old my mom is. In December, he just turned 73. Really? So, whew, that makes me feel better. He has a Never daughter. Been more oh, happy. yeah. Sarah. Sarah. It's, yeah, duh. I knew that. Yeah. yeah Twyla. <laughs> Emma was watching a Lizzo performance at the AMAs and they centered in on Sarah Levy at one point and she's like, Why is Twyla there? <laughs> Well, she just wanted to go see Lizzo. <laughs> she's not in music. So there really weren't any precocious children I can think of. I don't know there were any children in it, period. At all, yeah. yeah. But there is one cameo that you pointed out. Oh, the wait, which one? Right, one of the writers? Clint Howard. Oh, yeah, Clint Howard. He's <laughs> in every Ron Howard thing, yeah. It's so good. And I, I, one or both of the writers are in this. The guy giving the tour at Ellis Island. Oh, yeah. That's one of the writers. I feel like I recognized him. He looks like, like he could have been Harold Ramis' brother. Yeah, maybe that was it. But that that was one of the writers. I forget which. And I think the other one might be somewhere else in it, but I'm not positive. Funny. The subgenre, I guess, is supernatural. Yeah. But it also has a lot of screwball elements. Mm-hmm. It has kind of an escapist vibe. <laughs> I don't th- no, I don't I don't think the escapist because he's he's not running necessarily yeah, away true. from he's, a thing. And he's not he's, in a different location from where he lives yeah, normally. I, I mean he's running towards love. He's not trying to yeah. like he's he's begrud he's he's going towards love but reluctantly because of he loves his brother and all of, right. all of that. His shitty brother. <laughs> I, hey. His brother may <laughs> smoke. And drink while playing and racquetball. But you know what? He seems like he's a kind soul. Yeah. Kind soul. And going by the Justin lesson learning, seems like there's learning moments there in this. There are le- learning lessons in this. There really <laughs> yeah. are, I think. 
Uh, yeah, like how to say I have a ten inch penis and <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. That part confused me because kid. just not confuse me. I like that he got that out and the guy was just like Sure. I think right he ahead. just like wanted to make sure he could speak Swedish or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've got learning uh, moments for sure. I mean We learned Swedish. I don't know. I guess you could. There's a. I, I think I was looking into this a little too deep, trying to figure that you were gonna. I genuinely thought you were gonna say like, okay, I've played the last the last couple movies. You've nailed it. <laughs> Are you gonna get this one as well too? Uh, you, you know. If only. Well, when it started, he was going, "What's I'm wrong?" I'm omnipotent. Well, even when he was in the beginning, he was going, "What's wrong with me?" I'm like, okay, this movie's gonna be about accepting yourself. <laughs> this movie, a hundred percent. Like that's where everything I've said to Sarah lately would lead her to show me something about that. Like that's. I'm sure that what this is gonna be. So. <laughs> uh, but there are learning moments in it for sure. I would say so. It's just serendipitous. Yeah, Sarah. Serendipitous. Serendipitous. Uh, length of the movie. It's a slightly longer, yeah. but still hour fifty one. But yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't. Doesn't feel at, like at no it. time does it feel like no. an hour fifty one. It it's flies fast. by. Yeah. yeah. For not doing a ton, it gets a lot. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Like it moves fast. Yeah. <laughs> not quite sure how. Yeah, so okay. If an alien comes down, goes beep boop, beep boop. Show me your romantic comedy. Take me to your underwater Atlantis. Would I show him splash? (laughs) I would maybe give this. I'd probably give it like an eight and a half. And the only reason I'm not going a little higher is, like they start out just like having a bunch of sex mm-hmm. and they, you don't really see them connecting over like in, uh, infatuation type Specific of level. Things. Yeah. And I'd like to see some more of that, like them really connecting yeah. even a couple extra scenes of, I don't know, doing something together and it's, mm-hmm. you know, really clicking and whatnot. But, yeah. but I, I give it like an eight, eight and a half. I'd say yeah, as a romantic comedy. What, yeah. what about you? That's about where I am. Um, I probably wouldn't show it to an, alien because it's it's more of like a niche mm. rom-com well, it would also confuse an alien like oh okay some of them have feet some of them have tails right like... get used to this <laughs> you don't know who's human who's not and just spray water on everybody like <laughs> yeah. all right this one's cool and it has a little bit of an ambiguous ending but it's just but we don't hate ambiguous are, endings. no but the characters are so strong and it's just entertaining all the way through you and know we the one thing we haven't mentioned chemistry i yeah. love tom hanks and Derek. you can't take your they're eyes so off of good. them and it's not even just that they're independently good they yeah. are so good playing yeah. off of each other that's true and we watched a little bit of their audition extra tapes on the dvd mm-hmm. and you can see like separately how they were doing certain scenes mm-hmm. and how they were nailing it but then the minute you put them together there was just like an extra it was interesting to see one them doing just one half of, of it. each scene and then yeah. knowing what then seeing that spark that came yeah and it really did it did you fell in love with both of them and you were rooting on they said that they didn't know when they were writing the movie if they were going to have tom hanks go with her they they originally did not they originally did not plan on him going yeah would that change your opinion of the movie if he didn't get in the water no i don't know because i didn't remember from watching it from before what happened at the end Mm -hmm. whether you get the roman holiday ending or the more mushy ending i just love it and i just it's just 
great movie. It is a really fun movie. Yeah. Like I said, I, pulled, I went over to my friend's house who just had a baby and is on maternity leave. We just put it in and had a fun time hanging out watching the you know, watching this and chuckling. Yeah. You know, if you've got an afternoon, this is a good you could do worse. Oh yeah. An evening or you wanna relive the eighties or experience the eighties. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. <laughs> For you youngins. Okay, Sarah. So someone wanted to check out our Instagram. Then go to romcomcom dot com or on Facebook, romcomcom.com. Or email us. Do we have our email working again? No. So you have to go through <laughs> the website. Or you can use our old email address, which is romcomcomdotcom at gmail.com. And one of these days we'll get the actual email working yeah, again. Someday we'll figure it out. We've, just had, we've both had a lot going. Well, you've had a lot going on. Yeah. I've not, but... Yeah. You know, in our own ways. Yeah, just you know, there's no, there's no wrong way. There's no right way. <laughs> that's right. It takes all types. All right. Well, I think that's every. Oh, and as always, if you enjoyed our intro and outro theme, check out this is my suitcase. They're a wonderful band. Uh, we're a lovely band here in Columbus. It's uh, songs of love off the keys to Cat Heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, check them out. Joe's still putting out some great stuff, and a lot of other guys in their side projects. Or go see Nick Manos up at uh, Brew Dog. It's haunted. Down and over. Down yes. and over and see the <laughs> naked haunted brew dog. That's right. I had fun, Sarah. I really looked forward to this. Yeah, me too. don't have to address this on here but i need you when we're done recording to explain to me why i need a blood test to get married